This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms? How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, top of the day to all of you. Welcome back to another edition of Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. And I, you know, I always like to lead with a quote. I've used this several times before, but I think it's absolutely appropriate with our topic today. And from my book, Snappy, Sassy, Salty Success for Authors and Writers, over 400 of my quotes, it's simply this. Don't do well what you have no business doing. When it comes to book marketing, that if you need help, get it. If you have the moxie to understand basic concepts about sales and marketing, and there is a difference, and maybe with my fabulous guest, Brian Judd, we can talk about those today before we hop into the more details of where we want to go, but that if you have the moxie, the wherewithal, and the willingness and time to commit to do it, you are the single best person to be the CMO, the chief marketing officer. But if you're on overwhelm drive, um, if this is not your DNA, you need to get some help. Um, And I'm just going to say it that way. All right. With that said, With me back again for part two, Book Marketing Forward, is the awesome author and marketing expert, Brian Judd. His latest book is How to Make Real Money Selling Books. And with that, Brian, I'm just going to say welcome back for part two. It's my pleasure, Judith. Thank you very much for inviting me back. Looking forward to it. Yeah. So did you like my quote for the day? I did. I guess really, a really important quote that people, I, I had to learn that early on myself, uh, 30 years ago. But uh, this, as you were speaking, I was, I was thinking of another quote that I've heard, that the most expensive thing in book publishing is a mistake. So yeah. if, you're, if, you're doing the, if you're doing the wrong thing, uh, that if you're doing the wrong thing correctly, <laughs> that's even worse. So it's something that it's, it's so important to to work with people who are the experts in their field. And that's what I've learned and to do over my time. So, Mm-hmm. All the time. So, I mean, that's what I'm up to. Um, and and um, let, let's kiss on sales and marketing. Sure. What's, what's your take? What's your interpretation of the two? Of sales and marketing? Marketing, mm-hmm. the quick approach is that marketing does everything to set up the salesperson to make the call. You do all the, the product development, you do the pricing, you get the, the promotion, you do the uh, distribution, and then you get to have it all in place. But then the same people go out and make the calls on the corporations, the uh, the distributors, the wholesalers, and the bookstores, the book, non-bookstore retailers. The salespeople go out and do everything, but it's it, it, it's the it's softened up by the barrage of the uh, the marketing that's done. So they're two separate functions, but they they really have to they work together. 
they have to work together. But marketing, a lot of people, uh, I'm always challenged. Um, I'm surprised uh, and not surprised and challenged when I'm working with authors and they they absolutely don't even want to think. They don't want to talk about anything to do with pre-marketing, pre-setup, all the things that you just kind of laundry list went through until after they have the book in hand. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, you, do, you can waste a lot of promotion if people can't buy your books. They have no way of getting to it. The the pre, I mean, there is the thing about building a buzz. Um, there is a thing about letting it know. There is this thing, I think, especially for authors, that they have to stick their neck out and let others know that they exist and their book is coming. And that's the challenge I see it consistently. It's a consistent challenge. I hear that every day, Judith, that the authors don't want to do any marketing. All they want to do is write. And they want the publisher to do the marketing for them. <laughs> Which we know that doesn't happen. So no, publishers least, don't market for you anymore. <laughs> Very little. When they when they publish their book, they're no longer an author. They're a business person, and they've got to create that business to to make the book sell. All right. Well, I think you've heard me say you've got to transition from being the CWO, the chief writing officer, to the CMO, the chief marketing officer. Now, CWO to CMO. Everyone get that embedded. Um, in yep. your head. Okay, so Brian, we had some fun last week when we were talking about your uh, your breathology and that that using it kind of based on the March Madness. I always think of March Madness and basketball where you have these playoffs or, or you know, we've always, after the first of the year, it's the uh, playoffs to go into the Super Bowls. Who has to play? Who, what division do you have to win? Um, right. which ties in perfectly, I think, with authors. But you also talked about, um, which which I, you know, when, when you first showed it to me and I said, oh, it's the author SWOT analysis. Um, but you had short-term and long-term and exposure and sales. And I'd love to kiss on that a little bit um, as sure. we go forward with book marketing before we jump into any specific topics. Could we do that? Certainly, happy to. All right, so- you're on. <laughs> okay. What we set up last last week, last time we talked, was mm -hmm. basically just uh, four quadrants. And people can lay this out on a landscape type of a, a piece of paper. And the have two columns. The column on the left is uh, short-term, and the column on the right is long-term. And then the, the two rows, the top row is exposure, and the bottom row is sales. And what, what I try to do with this, Judith, is to point out that certain things are not designed to produce sales. They're designed for exposure. And if you, if you can do those to generate uh, the short-term exposure for short-term sales, you can do that, or long-term exposure for long-term sales. And if, I work with my clients to put their actions in these different quadrants. And they, they work on the... Uh, for example, just for getting a, a launch party it could be a short-term exposure activity or getting uh, personal selling or, or setting up uh, doing a library tour. It could be a short-term sales opportunity. So the idea is that the author has to look at their strengths and or else get somebody else to do it for them, and, and the, but to put their actions in these quadrants. And it's so helpful. It just, it's one of those aha moments when I go over this with my clients. 
that they can see. Well, I see what you mean. Because they'll, they'll say, Brian, I was on a radio show last week and didn't sell any books. <laughs> so what? Yeah, that, it shouldn't affect that. I mean, so what? I mean, the fact that, that that's an exposure medium, not a sales medium. Uh, if you do it right, if you uh, well, you don't want you never want to get on a radio show and say here buy my book, but if you do the the uh, the show correctly, then people will want to buy your book. And then the host will always say to you, here's the the link to get there. Here's the way you can buy the book. So, but the idea is that you work to get exposure regularly over and over and over again, and then do the things to to get sales, to get the uh, to doing direct mail, to doing snail mail or, or or email marketing or doing uh, store events it could be a short-term sales opportunity. And, and we've talked before that you don't want to do a book signing because those can be lonely events. But if you do a, mm-hmm. a, a, an event at a store where you, uh, for example, my first book was about how to get a job. And I had some lonely book signings for that. But then I started doing events, telling, doing a, a mini seminar, how to, how to get a job. And people came to that. And then, oh, by the way, here's my book. <laughs> and sold a lot of books that way just by mm-hmm. um, getting people the, the information that they wanted. So that's uh, so that store event could be a, for example, a short-term sales opportunity where you're doing webinars or, or seminars, or going to trade shows. That, that more long-term sales opportunities. So the, if you can just come up with the different actions and put them in these quadrants, and then that that creates your. Uh, well, we started talking last week that one use of the fourth quarter time is to generate sales in the fourth quarter. The other strategy is to generate a foundation for, for future sales. So this, that, that would lead into this discussion that we looked at what can be done in the short term and what can be done for long term. But this, it's just, it's a great way of, of organizing and, and creating the strategy for the upcoming marketing events and sales events. And 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 that's really where it goes. So it kind of brings it all into a perspective, um, yeah. which is essential, I, I think. Yeah, yeah, we try. Yeah, oh yeah, that's that word perspective is really good to try to understand the fact that if you do, you're doing publicity, you're doing newsletters, or doing media yeah. appearances, or doing doing a trailer or blogging or podcasting. You know, those are things you need to do regularly for long-term uh, exposure, long-term impact. Mm-hmm. So then we can do that, and that perspective is good because then you can you understand that certain things just take a long time to evolve, and mm-hmm. so that gives you the the patience perhaps to to wait for the the impact to hit. And measuring it, you know, Brian, I on my um, uh, Friday, my last Friday uh, early morning coaching call, I had with twenty authors, and I was talking about some of the things that we we had discussed the the uh, uh, previous week on it. And I was saying, so, you know, have you looked at, you know, let's take your social media. What are all your channels? Have you looked at, had you, have you done a measurement up? I mean, whatever you're putting out, if you're putting out basically the same thing, are you seeing conversions? Are you seeing hits? Are you seeing downloads? Are you seeing what fill in the blank? Because a lot of them were thinking, well, um, I'm on social media and without, without doing the breakdowns, um, maybe you're on the wrong social media, or maybe you should be on a new one. Um, a, a variation. I mean, it's all there. Anyway, I'd love to come back and kiss on that a little bit, but I think it's we're ready to jump into some real how-tos to get it all going. Um, with us, with us is Brian Judd. He is um, book marketing is in his DNA, 
and book sales is in his DNA. You're listening to Author You, your guide to book publishing. I'm Judith Bryles, and we'll be back in just a minute. is your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host dr judith briles and we'll be right back with more great information right after these is there a book in you or another author you shows you how to create develop and publish your book without being hoodwinked if you already have a book out you will find a supportive and brainstorming community that is connected and creative no matter where you live. Author U brings in national experts for its book camps and annual Author U extravaganza. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author U's extensive network, Members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publishing. Author Use, the premier authoring resource in the country, creating community, education, guidance, vision, and success for the serious author. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author You is for you. Timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted on its social media platforms, and it is free. Discover Author U, where authors go to become seriously successful. Join Author U today at authoru.org. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book. If you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Hi, welcome back. And Brian and I are just going to get ready to jump into some ideas. I did ask him, we mentioned last week, two sites that I think are very important to understand. They're, they both are have a, 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 a government umbrella with them. Is that safe to say, Brian? Yes, it is. Yep. Okay, so would you kiss on those one more time before we move on? Sure. The, there are two major ways of, of getting into the, the government. Uh, one is, is, well, they, they both take a long time. Uh-huh. <laughs> Everything takes a long time with the government. Then mm-hmm. there are certain forms you need to fill out in order to to make that work. And there's the GSA, the Government Services Administration, is designed. It, their function is to help you get through this. Uh, the forms, which one would have to be done, uh, how to fill them out, when to fill them out. So the the GSA is a really a good place to start. And and you can go there, look at the different uh, government agencies that might be interested in your content but it just it, it their job is to help you as the author to work with the government one thing the government does have they devote i guess about 30 percent of their budget to small businesses so 
So we have that advantage there as a small business to to uh, work with the government. And also another one reason I tell people that it's good to to start there is the fact that they have to return a phone call within 24 hours, uh, except for weekends, <laughs> within 24 hours of the call. So you're almost guaranteed, a, well, you are guaranteed a, a return call, which is doesn't always happen. So I think that is a uh, the fact that they have to spend money with small businesses and they have to get back and call and talk to us is a, a real advantage that we have. So I might as well take advantage of that advantage. I love that idea. I mean, who who calls you back in 24 hours these days? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and if they don't pay an uncontested invoice, Within 30 days, they have to pay you interest on it. So, well, I like uh, that too. Yeah, I do too. And you know, typically, no returns, but uh, there are also government type agencies that you can look at. Then, let me take one step back. Don't just think of federal government, think of the state government and local government. And if you have uh, a book that would be appropriate for uh, maybe a local politician to use or to, to, to use as a uh, holding up and say this is a great book, or to use as part of their their campaigning. Uh, any information you have could be very helpful. That so just think about uh, local, state, and federal governments. So all, and that that would all come through. Um, no, it wouldn't all come through the GSA. No, the GSA would just be for the federal. Federal, government. yeah. But, but okay. Each state, each state has their uh, their website. So you go to, go to there for there. The, that would give you the the local equivalent of the GSA. Uh-huh. And that's what people are looking for. Sounds good to yeah. me. All right. Yeah. So, and then the and the PTAC. Yeah, you know, procurement technical assistance centers. Mm-hmm. And those are there. There, each state has at least one. Something like Connecticut or Rhode Island might have one, but like Colorado probably has twenty. That the these are are. Uh, people whose job it is to help you do the same thing on a local basis. The GSA is, uh, you work through a website, but the PTAC, you actually talk to people to uh, ask questions, which is, which is mm-hmm. really difficult to do in government. Mm-hmm. So they, that is the, um, let's try and pull up their, their uh, website. Their, 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 their objective is to help us make it easier for us to do so. So the uh, so I think we talked to the, the ptac.com is it was the old uh, let me see if I, it was the old email address for that. Uh, oh, here we go. The it's aptac. Uh, they added the a and the association of, of uh, procurement procure, procurement technical assistance centers. So, so a, a, uh, a uh, association of procurement technical assistance centers, A P T A C. All right. So they just got another mm-hmm. initial in it. So yeah. everyone, that would be that would be Peter Tom. Uh, that would be Apple Peter Tom Apple, Apple, Apple Carly. Um, com, yep. Yeah. Dash us. Dash us. Dot org. Ooh, so that's a dash us yeah. dot, dot org. org. So the gov the gov the gov is out of it. Okay. Yeah. 
All right, everyone. Well, so it, it's, it, but there, I'm on their site now. It just says it's assistance for small businesses, uh, help for government contracting. It's just a great place for people to, to go to, for small businesses to go to get started working with the government. But they, right. they have online training. They have, uh, you can set up appointments. So it's a, it's a great opportunity for that. So do you have to have um, any special certification or licensing to work with these groups? No. No, if, no if you're looking to sell books, no. If you're looking to be a contractor, it's different. If you, if you, you can do uh, work for hire for the government. They may not, may, may not like your, your book per se, but may like your writing. So then you can do a work for hire with them. And that, that requires a different approach, but you can still do that. Okay. All right. Let's let's do a jump, um, Lal, and, and get into some of the other goodies that you can do. Um, so uh, I, I know that um, anything with the military, if you can tie in, is one of those things. And that's where you would go through probably the GSA.gov site. Is that right? Uh, if you have books that would be friendly for the military? Yeah, the, the military is, um, yeah, you could, it, it, that would give you a good place to start. But they also, they have the, the government has a, a bookstore. It's, we looked at that last week, the bookstore.gpo.gov. And they have a wide variety of books of, of content there that it's fiction, nonfiction, children's books. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's, so it's not, people think, well, they, they're just looking for books on government. And mm-hmm. it's not, it, it's a wide variety. They're looking, there's the, the uh, the government employees can go there for that offer. They're looking for a wide variety of topics. So, but same with the uh, with the military. I found that the best approach to the military is to go through the branch exchanges, like with the Army Air Force Exchange Service is the largest. That's aafes.com, Army Air Force Exchange Service.com, and their website is is uh, they have a bookstore on their website. So it's it's easier to get in now because or easier to get in because they just put the books up on the website. There's no uh, they, they they really start selling them to put them on a shelf in the exchanges. With each base or four has an exchange, so they can have their books on the shelf. But they they primarily or uh, initially would just put them on their website. And so if the book has content for that, and they they sell a lot of books for the service people uh, that are outside the U.S. That the uh, on board ship they have a lot of uh, they sell a lot of books uh, for the service people any, anywhere deployed. Uh, so it, it is yeah, Brian. Can I ask you re-verify the site? It's a it's a a like Apple Apple Frank Edward Sam. Yes. Okay. So a a f e s dot com. Every it's a dot com or is that a dot org? That's a dot com. Okay. So they've mixed it up. <laughs> We've got docors.coms and that bookstore.gpo.gov. I know. So it's, uh, uh, I know. It's, uh, anyway, so that's But the, the, the Department of Defense runs about 200 schools outside the U.S. also. So if you're looking to get children's books, or not actually children's books, it could be books uh, kindergarten through high school, that they have these uh, schools for the American citizens that are deployed for the service people deployed uh, overseas, and they they're always looking for content. And it's really it's much easier to get into that, Judith. You're trying to get into yeah. the public schools. It can be a laborious uh, job doing that. Are they but running the into any of the sensitivity stuff 
the the censorship stuff, the banning oh, no. stuff. Are they are they getting hit with that also? Uh, yeah, you can't have any seditious information in your book. <laughs> they're looking, they'll go through the book and make sure that it's nothing that is uh, anti-government or that it's. Oh, so they'll vet. They will vet the yeah. book. Oh, yes. it's not just automatic. That's a great point. Yeah, they still vet and they still they want, but that that's a good uh, good thing because when people go there, they know it's a, a quality product that's been vetted. But it's not the same procedures trying to get into a a public school. No, it's a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I just didn't know if they were being challenged at all yeah. on that. Yeah. But so, something, something related, another opportunity for uh, for, the, for schooling is a homeschooling marketplace. The uh, homeschooling market's yeah. huge, yeah. Yeah. So, it, uh, yeah. Is there a site that they should go to there? Yeah, the National Homeschooling Association. And what there's a couple of ways of getting into that. What into that? What you can have, you can purchase lists of these different uh, homeschooling groups, uh, homeschooling. They have groups and statewide and uh, locally, but it's much uh, easier, I think, to work with the national association and so have them put it on their website and then pay them. Pay them. They'll promote it down through the, the the levels of this network, down to the state level or local level. They're doing a promotion for you, but then you pay them a percentage of the sale. So give them 15% of the sale and then they'll do the, uh, they'll put it on their website or they'll put it on their, um, on their, on their newsletter that goes to these different levels of, of homeschooling. So that's a, the opportunity. I, I always try to go to the largest opportunity first and get them to do the work for me, but and then pay them. <laughs> At least back to your the quote that you opened up for that you get the open up the uh, our call with. Uh, you can get so, somebody who's, uh, okay, so when when you say pay them, is that part of the stipulation, or do they ask what percentage discount do our members get, or what percentage do you give our association, um, or is that something you offer to them? Yeah, they, they offer to them because they 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 won't typically get uh, involved with you unless there's some benefit to them. Got it. So if they can, if they go to their bookstore that that they'll, if they can resell it to their levels, that's that's a way to do so. But if they don't have a, if they have a bookstore on the website, but otherwise, if you can, if they'll just uh, promote it, and then any orders that come through, you pay them fifteen percent. So that, if they don't want to get involved with putting you on the website, you can do it that, that way. Just that that, that comes to a, a trust basis that any to any books you sell to these homeschooling people as a result of the homeschooling newsletter, then you pay them 15%. So they, so the orders don't go through them. Is that it? The orders don't go through them. They come to you. And as you said, it's a trust. It it could be either way that's the trust level, but if they put it on their, in their bookstore, then they'll, they'll want a 50% discount. Ah. And then, and then they resell it. But if they, they, they may say, well, we, we don't, we, we don't want to put it in our website, but we'll, we'll promote it. Any sales come to you, then pay us fifteen percent. Okay, so let's put. A, we're going to hold that thought and come back to that because I do have a couple of more questions. Because it sounds like sure. a variation of the book club here that I've yeah. been in before. All right, we'll be right back with this is Brian Judd. We're talking about selling your books.
is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Discover the power of you and your book at the Judith Bryles Unplugged events. Each summer, Judith Bryles Book Marketing Unplugged unfolds over three intensive days working with just Judith. You get publishing strategies, author and book platforms, book marketing panache and pizzazz, and authoring tools to take you and your book to rock star success. In the fall and winter, Judith Bryles Speaking Unplugged includes Judith as your coach and mentor during two powerful days. You will learn how to structure a speech, how to create openings and closings, how to find gigs that pay you and sell your books, and you will get one-on-one coaching. Go to thebookshepherd.com and click on the Events tab to learn how to participate at the next Unplugged Workshop event. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, we're back with Brian Judd, and we are talking about really some uh, windows, some doors to open up. Uh, to go down, and especially for for those of you who are writing for the children's and juvenile markets, um, the homeschooling, you, you may be, if you haven't contacted um, the National Homeschool Association, or is it Schooling Association? I'm, I'm, is it whatever, it's play around with it when you're going shopping and looking for these things. But that uh, if you've ever tried to get your books into a school system, you're talking about some long-term patients. Um, And maybe by the time it's approved, your book could be obsolete. But, you know, homeschoolers move a lot faster. um, And they are looking for material all the time. Uh, I know we we have uh, good friends of ours, Brian's, who's four, four grandkids who all are homeschooled. And they must pull 25 books out of the library every week. Oh, yeah. I'm um, to imagine too, I'm not sure. Yeah, with, with what they do. But that if you could get your book into uh, these areas, and, and I don't know what the turnaround time is for getting the attention or you've got to get a pitch together. So maybe we should talk about, before we leave this, um, is how do, what if, if you went to, for example to um, like one of the branches you were talking about with with the AAFES, for example, what kind of pitch uh, would you have to, for the military or, or, you know, that is all military, but what kind of pitch do you need to do? Is it would be a detailed book one sheet be good enough to have an attachment or can you attach yeah, you can attach the, the best thing is, is having a one sheet for that. And because they'll say, they'll send me something. Well, first of all, they, they, you have to work through a wholesaler. And they'll, they'll, they have a list of the wholesalers on their website that you can get, get to. So your, your initial um, presentation would be to the, the wholesaler, unless you already have a wholesaler. 
then then you're going directly to the AFI's buyer. And in, in both cases, you're talking about the benefits of, of your book to the, the service people. And, and the, the key to that, too, is don't just think of the service people. Uh, service, think of the families of the service people. If you have a book about how to help a child deal with frequent moves, they would love it because they're, they're moving their families around every couple mm-hmm. of years to a different or a different base. Mm-hmm. Or I, I saw a lot of them in the military about getting a job because the the spouse of the military person has changing jobs every two years or whatever the term, term may be. So they, they're looking for, for information about that. And then the, when the service people are leaving the service, they, they want to know, know how to get a job. So it's not just about military history. It's books about uh, abuse, unfortunately, books about how to deal with the death mm-hmm. of a family member, unfortunately. But so there, there's such a wide variety of topics that you can so military. That, but the, the key is what they want to do is make the whole family happy. So the service person will, will uh, re-enlist. So the more that you content you have that will do that, the better off, the more likely you are. are kids, children's books, picture books to do well. So it's just the idea that you, uh, if people can be happy with the, the military situation, then they, the military person will re-enlist, which is their objective. So just keep that in mind when you're submitting something. It's not just for the, 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 the service personnel. It's the whole family that you want to have the, the content for, for them. And I, I think these are just really great ideas here for everyone to take advantage of because it's not for a certain genre. We're not talking about just fiction or nonfiction. We're talking in books. We're just talking books here. Yeah, Brian, yeah, what about, you know, libraries are certainly open again. Um, I, I know when I was out the other day and I drove by, you know, our local library, the, the parking lot was packed, literally packed in the afternoon so um you know what about putting together a library tour Uh, what would be the expectations maybe some strategies of doing it um is it just something that you would rely on the library getting the word out or are you going to have to market it and drive people there uh all the above (laughs) all of the above all right (laughs) No, so, yeah, these I've, I've worked with some clients too that have had really a lot of success with a, a library tour. And what you do is is uh, start locally. This I live in Connecticut, so this author just contacted, uh, got a list of the went to publiclibraries.com, got a list of all the libraries in Connecticut. They have them listed by state. Mm-hmm. So he contacted the, the libraries, and he had it was a fiction book, but he would would talk about. Uh, how to write fiction or how to write books. So he, he was a retired physician and he was talking about uh, America's fascination with murder. Well, he also ran for governor one time mm-hmm. and he had some credentials. But so he would talk about America's fascination with murder mm-hmm. and or how to write a fiction book. But he would always have his books. He had several books that, that wrote about murder mysteries. But he would contact the libraries, and they were very open to this, dude. They 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 like to have events. They like to get say that you know they want their parking lot to be full, mm-hmm. so that people are, are experiencing the benefits of the library. They'll have authors come in or speakers come in on different topics. I did presentations on how to get a job. So you go there and you contact the the head the, uh, the librarians in charge of programs, and set up a date in which to. Uh, to make the presentation. Typically, it's an evening, or it could be a, a weekend. 
but they sometimes they'll offer an honorarium, but if, but if they will, if not in, in almost every case, I say almost every case, do all the promotion for you. But you don't want to rely on that. Also, you want to make sure that you contact your local people to do to to get there also. But they'll do the, they'll set up the uh, event room for you. So they'll set up a table for you. They may have someone who could actually sell the books for you while you're schmoozing. So what he did, uh, he would do a presentation and then open up the Q&A and then just open up the schmoozing. So he's there for about maybe an hour and a half and he's selling books at the back of the room, uh, uh, list price, non-returnable, autographed. And over a, uh, a summer, he, he sold over a thousand books at list price. Uh, just going doing it, he worked, worked very hard doing it, doing two and three of these library events each week mm-hmm. but they, they were very successful and they are books sold at list price non-returnable and he would autograph them and do the schmoozing and he got a lot of other events from that too because the librarians talk among themselves and they do did a good job. And he, he did a good job i recommend having him at your library well so i love this idea um to take whatever your state is um, you know, I live in Colorado. Brian lives in Connecticut. So we're the sea people here. <laughs> but but you literally could you decide how far you want to expand out. Let's say I'm willing to drive as much as 100 miles, for example. Um, so what are all the libraries within 100 miles? And when I was speaking, we would call that a cluster gig. That I would be in Duluth one day, I would be in Iowa City the next day, I would, you know, that kind of thing as we took over a state. Well, this is now your territory. And that, um, so when it's Tuesday, it's fill in the blank library. And when it's Wednesday, and you could do, you have to pick which days you want to go. And your library, I bet you the librarians will tell you which would be their better days, better traffic days. Sure. Um, and they have all that data. But I I love that idea. You know, I'm thinking, hmm, I may want to do this for a 2024 pickoff and and to support the local libraries and and bring them in. Yeah, it tied in with with some media work, too. Why, if you're traveling somewhere, well, there's one benefit of being in Connecticut, for example, that within 100 miles, that includes New York City, Boston. Right, right. (laughs) So you can go there, plant yourself there for a couple of days. Uh-huh. And set up some media events, do some TV, or do, certainly do radio, and uh, or do some story uh, store events. Uh, so it's you can really that, that word tour is very good. A library tour where you can add these other events to it, and you can get a lot of exposure and some mm-hmm. and some good sales. So mm-hmm. it's right. time, but it's, it's something that uh, he's he was willing to put in that time to make it work. Mm-hmm. And the library is very uh, helpful. Because they they want to make a good event too. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, I'll throw in to our listeners too. I have done this also with Barnes and Noble. That um, in uh, we may take a month, um, and and we would do a month of Saturdays. I mean, you could do evenings too, but we actually would go in for and be there for the whole day, um, and that we would be in Boulder. You know, one week we would be in Lakewood the next week. We would be in Loveland the next week, you know, that kind of thing. And and you can do, I mean, once you get your templates together, you can put out press releases. You can, you know, it's it's very, it's not difficult. It's just making the commitment. 
to. This is what we're going to do. But also, you, Brian, when you said the librarians get together, you know, they talk to each other. So do bookstore owners. So do managers, those who staff. And if you're in there supporting them, they'll come back and support you. Sure. Yeah, that's it's 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 a tight community. And also, there are other other niches in the library market. You don't have to think just public libraries. There, are, you think of colleges and universities that have libraries, or, or law libraries, or uh, religious libraries, or uh, so just a variety of different topics. Depending on what your content is, you can find that niche libraries. Like go to that uh, publiclibraries.com. It has a list of the state public libraries by state. Uh, the, the mm -hmm. library blinds, uh, college and university libraries, national libraries, law libraries. So these are all the, the different niche libraries that you can set this up. So it's it's uh, people think that well they only accept they don't want to go to libraries they only sell one book, and that's not something that obviously you can go to a library and sell twenty books after a new presentation. Mm -hmm. so yeah, no, right. Yeah, I love that. Love that idea. So, Brian, you're not going to believe that this hour is clipping by. We have like, you know, 90 seconds to our next break. But I would love to talk about um, holiday selling, holiday marketing, sure. um, how to coattail. And, you know, we know the big holidays. But, you know, also there's National Popcorn Day. And there's, you know, my, my always one of my favorite is January 3rd, toss the fruitcake day. But I think, I think that, uh, yeah, I think that there's a lot that can be done. And, and, and heck, you know, everyone, there's no reason why you can't create your own holiday around your expertise and around your theme or even around your book title if you want to. Um, and yeah, really, I did that one time for a client. Mm-hmm. Well, I, let's let's talk about that a little bit when we come back after our our, our final break. Um, we will come back and get into that uh, where you can really coattail and take advantage of not only breaking news for marketing, but also uh, there's a zillion holidays every day. So we'll be right back. With me is Brian Judd, um, and we're gonna we're trying to tell you how you can market your book and make real money with it. is your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host dr judith briles and we'll be right back with more great information right after these are you confused about publishing options do you know which printing option is best for your book does your stomach flip when you think about selling books or do you feel overwhelmed with what to do about book marketing and publicity? Get the answers and much more. Get them and from someone who knows publishing inside and out from both the traditional and independent sides how to make a successful book. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so. Or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand and platform, and is a success, a bestseller, 
It is your choice. You choose. If you want author and publishing success, you want Judith Bryles as your book coach. Sign up for her weekly blogs and easing at thebookshepherd.com. The Book Shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and guide to collaborate with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You do not need more problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Riles will shepherd you through the maze and chaos. At times, she has had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher, by a publishing service provider, and sometimes even by the author. If you want author and book success, connect with her today at thebookshepherd.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book. If you want to be successful as an author. Your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. With me is Brian Judd, and I do want to um, mention his website um, to put you over there so you can find here. He has a great newsletter um, and that and he and he does programs, too, so that you know about them. But bookmarketing.com would get you there. And I think that you can all remember that word. <laughs> I hope. I, I hope so. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay. All right. So, Brian, we were we were talking about libraries and doing kind of your own little library special tour, which I right, love right. that idea. But you don't have to stop at libraries. Um, so, I think you you said uh, go go to publiclibrary.com or public libraries. Is it plural or singular? Okay. Plural. Okay, so publiclibraries.com and you just click on your state and it'll identify libraries. But Brian's also saying, don't forget niche libraries um, because there's all kinds of goodies out there uh, that you can take about. All right, so uh, the last quarter of the year, we're talking about book marketing forward is all about holidays, all kinds of holidays. So what is it that we could do that might be unique, that would stand out and actually produce something? How's that? <laughs> Tie in exposure with sales. Yeah. So, yeah, the, uh, the, every month has a wide variety of different uh, dates you can associate with. For example, November is Aviation History Month. It's uh, Good Nutrition Month. It's uh, International Drum Month. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. National Hospice Month, so Peanut Butter Lovers Month. So this, these opportunities, the media is always looking to fill time, the radio particularly. Mm-hmm. So if you can go to uh, the website, uh, radio-locator.com, 
and just put in a zip code or a city name. It gives you a list of uh, hot links to all the radio stations in that uh, area with uh, the type of format that they have. So you go to the talk shows and, and it's, uh, if you can get a month before the holiday, it would be really good. But if you have a book on uh, uh, diabetes or epilepsy, for example, mm-hmm. or Alzheimer's, that these are all national, uh, November's national month for those. So you have, you have a book on that, but they would have you on the show and you can do shows. They talk about that, that gig where you have, you can go in one city of one day and the next and Denver one day and then for uh, the next day or the same day. You can do it all by radio. So that uh, contact these people, get your one sheet set up that uh, say that uh, November is national uh, child safety and protection month. And your book is about that. So you, you have, or your content is about that. So you can, work with that uh, producer to get on the air during that that, that time period so these the, the, january is uh, is business and, and, and reference books month uh, diet month or see why that would be diet month mm-hmm. uh, national Care month uh, national oatmeal month february american heart month uh, national hobby month there's just there are hundreds of these each month there's a a, 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 holiday, a website holiday insights dot com and to go there it has a list of all these uh, by month it has special the national days it has it, it's by day also they have the, the national the, the month the national holidays listed for the month but also they have it by day so you can find out when you're on your pub date or on your your birthday or whatever you want to do a, mm-hmm. a, a, a find out what the event is for that month but well, they, it would be, you know, there. you could do a double, a uh, double dip holiday. I actually have done uh, a special events um, on my birthday, but saying, please don't send me a card. Don't, don't spend me, don't spend a nickel on me. And, and I redirect monies to other places, um, <laughs> which is, and last time I did it over $3,000 went to the group. So, you know, I love I love doing stuff like that. Yeah, we hold discussion on cause marketing for that. That's great. Cause marketing. uh, Just back to this setting up these the dates for these national months. But if you Mm -hmm. uh, we did that, there was there was no national pug day, so we set one up for my client who had a book about pugs. But if you go to uh, nationaldaycalendar.com. Mm-hmm. And there's a spot where you can register a national day. So if you want to register a, 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 your uh, your content, if, if there's no day existing or no national event listed for your your content, create your own. But one thing that they 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 don't accept everybody. They you have to write a submission document saying mm-hmm. why your book, why your day should be chosen, and how you might celebrate it. So mm-hmm. it's something you know, how others can celebrate it. So mm-hmm. it's uh, you can set up your own day and, and, and work. That'd be a great thing to go to the media with the day that you created for this particular topic. Mm-hmm. Well, and and so what you want to do is just you got to go to work, people. This is all work. Yeah. We're just trying to give you variable variety of ideas that hopefully one will ring a bell for you thinking, that sounds like me. That sounds good. Yeah. And, and then you get behind it and it's work. Everything we're suggesting is work, by the way. And none of this is a free ride. It may not cost you any money, hard cash, but there is a cost of time. 
and energy. So understand, I think it's just really important to understand that. All right, so. Yeah, the opportunity cost. There's no question. So, what about um, we've got we've got holidays. I mean, I'm a big believer that you, you know, during holidays, wrap your stuff with a ribbon, um, and and pretty them up a little bit. But but you know, you can use. There's all kinds of ribbon out here. I always like personally a gauzy, um, sheery ribbon. So because you know, I think our book covers are so beautiful. I don't want to hide them so people can see them through. So that's just a personal preference on my side, Brian. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that's something we, we work with a lot of corporations that buy books as gifts for their employees at this time of year, or, or maybe a, a gift for a customer. Mm-hmm. And we've created a uh, leather cover for for some books, and they, they buy a very limited number of these. You might buy 100 or a couple or 200 just for their prime customers, but we've created that, that uh, leather cover because it is so important to have that really look like a gift it's not something they cannot buy this in the store so it's something that if you can do the i'm sure what they call it the gilded edges on a book where it's uh oh yeah yes it's, uh, that, that always comes across nicely too so if you can make it look like a gift and, and if, you, if you have something that uh hr people are always trying to find some kind of a uh they have their holiday parties and looking for some kind of gift for their employees so a, a book could be the perfect thing for it and you can wrap each one in a, a tell them you'll wrap each one in a, a ribbon for each employee and mm-hmm. it'll be autograph it to each employee if they have a small group or even however number you want to autograph. But say each book will be autographed to that individual and gift wrapped. And they, they, they love that because you're doing the work for them. And it's something that is different. It's not just another coffee cup with their, their company logo on it. It's a, a, a book that's brought out. And one thing you can do also with fiction or nonfiction is uh, the product placement idea where you, if you're in your fiction book, if the character's jumping into a, a car and just tell, have a book made up with BMW on it and, <laughs> so, mm-hmm. and then make that work and go to Lexus or whatever. So then you go to the HR people or the marketing people. So here's a book with your product name and you can give to your customers and we'll even, we'll autograph it for them and, and but then then you start negotiating to how you'll make this work. But the more you can customize it to the, that company, the more, more likely they are to to accept it. Mm-hmm. To use it. Yeah, and and I should add this this does take real planning because we're talking about a special premium type sale. Um, oh, and yeah. if you're, if you're, this is not something you're going to do a month out. Um, oh, so yeah. so we you can start planning for the main holidays. The gift holidays at the end of 2024, that you could do now. Uh, uh, yeah, and go forward. And also, you could even throw in that maybe your CEO would like to to write a special one page that we put in the front of the book. And I mean, you could do all kinds of goodies. That all means they have to pay to have that done. That's a special thing to yeah. do. So. Those books are all non-returnable, too. Oh, Yeah. There's no question. <laughs> There's no no question on that one. All right. So, yeah. Yeah. So Brian, we've got about I do we gotta get about two minutes here. Um, oh, wow. Anything else that we, I know um, that we could add that they could take and run um, right now to enhance their bottom line. Well, I think the if you have a distributor already to get into uh, gift shops, uh, get into 
national parks or museums. A lot of families will have uh, they'll have uh, parties or they'll take the families to the museums and parks in the, this part of the year. So it's a, that could be something that uh, event network would be a, a someone to get into uh, aquariums and, and museums and uh, the or Eastern National or the Western National Parks Association for getting into gift shops for the, the national parks. Those are something, but I think that it, it, any, any local selling that you can do uh, would be very good. Local supermarkets, they're, these the local there. Everything now is a perfect gift for for Christmas. <laughs> mm-hmm. They have their hot you know, so you just contact these do events at their stores. Uh, it could be at uh, airport stores. It could be at supermarkets. It could be at uh, specialty stores. If you have a book on, on on photography, go to the local camera store and do an event there. So something that's a, doing it locally can be very good. Doing presentations at uh, at, at uh, schools or at libraries. These are things that are immediately available. If you have uh, any associations that are local, depending what city you're in, you may have some local associations that are housed there. So find out those that are, go to the Encyclopedia of Associations, find out uh, which are appropriate for your content, and then just do some uh, fundraising event there. For the, they're looking to get, get uh, fundraising by the end of the year. Okay, uh, so with that, Brian, we're going to have to stop. So I remind everyone, yeah. hey, get Brian's book, How to Make Real Money Selling Books. Go visit him on his website, bookmarketing.com, and sign up for his newsletter. Um, and I just want to thank you once again. My pleasure. Thank you very much. you for being a part of your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host dr judith brian